Imagine with me for a moment. What if the first Christmas had occurred in the year 2006? What if the Holy Land had been in Northeast Ohio? How would Christmas have been different? How would Mary and Joseph have traveled? Where would Christ be born? How would it be announced to the world? Who would arrive for the birth? You are being invited to a behind-the-scenes look at the five angels who planned it all with their boss's approval. Let's join them as they receive their mission. Angels, the time has come for the big event. I'm counting on all of you to make the arrival of the boss's son a memorable occasion. The boss gave the order. We have to take care of the details. We hear you, T. This is a very important assignment. The boss will be really pleased if everything goes well. After all, it's the birth of his son, and he will really be upset if anything goes wrong. On the other hand, if everything goes well, it may be a good way for you to finally earn your wings. Don't worry, T. Your instructions are in the envelope. Grab it as it passes by. Who's in charge of this operation? I'm willing to. Work that out among yourselves. The boss is only concerned that the job is done. Now go and do your best. I'll read what the instructions say. Well, I guess that's that. Well, it says here that the boss's son will make his arrival in a few days. We're to take care of all of the details of his arrival. It says the details are up to us, but the parameters are spelled out in this list. Ralph, since you have the instructions, why don't you lead us? Well, that seems like a good idea. Boy, please, I don't think so. This is a birthday. We have to plan a party for the boss's son. I don't mean any harm, Ralph, but planning parties is not something you are very good at at all. This is going to take somebody with some style and some grace. So, um, you're not going to be able to do it. Girl, I suppose you mean you, right? Girl, Ralph knows what he's doing. He's got a solid track record. If we listen to him, we'll probably get our wings. This is going to be an exciting event. It has to be memorable. This calls someone with a sense of flair and an eye for the dramatic. In other words, this calls someone just like me. Girl, you got too much flair. Excuse me, did I ask for your opinion? Does anybody else feel this way? I have to admit, Angelica, sometimes you are just too dramatic. Look, what's important to me is that we carry out the instructions the way the boss left him. He gets upset when we stray away from his principles. But this is such a big event, and I just want to do justice to it. Everything the boss asks us to do is important. We must follow his will, Angelica. Angelica, I'm not trying to hail you or anything like that. You are the, one of the most creative angels on our staff, but sometimes you can go overboard. You really get yourself worked up with some of these big ideas of yours. If it wasn't for where I really you in, there would have been some real messes. Talk about not being appreciated. Could you just give me one example of what you're talking about? Can you really even think of one? Well, remember when the boss told us to get the people across the Red Sea from Moses? Girl, you want to build a gutter bridge across the Red Sea with others on each side dressed in white to show them the way? Not only that. He spent two whole days trying to decide what cut his pink your bridge. 
people on the Avery's that came back from blue on the water. You left him over there, standing by the sea with those people shouting at him. If Ralph had not received orders to quickly split the sea in half and dry the land, Moses would have been a gardener for sure. Okay, so that was one time. You have to admit that my plan would have been talked about for years. It would have been pristine seeing them cross over. But it's not what the boss ordered. Okay, okay, I'll admit I might have gone a little too far on that one. On that one? Well, do you remember the food the boss served Israel in the wilderness? I remember it. It was quail and manna. You said quail was too small. You wanted to have turkey and dressing, collard greens, cranberry sauce, and sweet potato pie. What was wrong with that? We could have given them a little variety. They received manna every day. But a little toast, a few grains, chicken and rice would have been nice too. But it was more than that. Don't forget the tablecloths. You want to buy a million people with clean white tablecloths in the middle of the desert. I figured these were the boss's people and they deserved the very best. They would have loved it if their bosses provide a table for his friends in the presence of their enemies. What's wrong with having a clean tablecloth every day? Forgetting one little thing. It wasn't what the boss ordered. He said quail and manna. Not chicken, not collard greens, not cornbread. Just quail and manna. That is what we need to stick to. Okay, we did it, didn't we? They got quail and they got manna. But remember, they did start to complain about having to eat the same thing all the time. I was partially right. Okay, but do you remember the time when the boss ordered the chair to swing low and bring Elijah home? You almost messed that up too. First of all, chariot barely made it on time because you ordered it to be painted. But the gold trim handles and the wheels had to be spinning wheels. You had 24 ends on their hands and knees polishing the chariot. Well, it was a heavenly chariot. I thought the boss would be pleased if Elijah came home with style. What's wrong with the frost and the bling? How many chariots of fire have you seen before? Do you ever dawn you that the ride home in a fiery chariot from heaven was style in itself? I simply wanted to leave a very good impression on Elisha when he saw his master Elijah leaving. Good idea, but, and I do mean but, what you wanted was not what the boss ordered. The principle was still the same, a heavenly chariot to pick up Elijah. I still think it would have worked out fine. Even when Solomon built the temple, you almost messed up the boss's plan. You want to put their seats in the temple. You want to build it like a dome so people can sit inside and see the sacrifices. Well, it didn't seem right for the people to just stand outside of such a beautiful building. Solomon spent a billion dollars building the temple with no seat. I just wanted to help him out. That's what we're talking about. We have trouble following the boss instructions. That's why maybe we not have seen our wings yet. That's why we think Ralph should leave this project. Well, it looks like we can get this done if we each take a particular job. The boss has picked the location. Gloria, you take care of that. Alicia, you take you handle transportation. Angelica, I guess you can take care of public relations. Public relations? That's all? Yes. You make sure that the arrival is announced. Get the word out. There's no flair in that. There's no drama in news releases and memos. Angelica, just do it. I'll take care of the guest list. Well, let's see what you guys came up with. Gloria, what about the location details? 
Well, the town will be in East Cleveland. That's where Joseph is from. It's small, but I think it'll work. East Cleveland? Are you serious? We can have the boss's son born in that place. It's too small. You may as well have chosen some hick town named Bethlehem. Who knows anything about East Cleveland? The boss wants it in East Cleveland. Do you know the reputation it has? No, we have to move the birth. It needs to be a big city with lots of people. Why not Cleveland itself? If we have to be in a small city, that's Shul Shaker Heights or Pepper Pike. It is much more prestigious. It will make PR a lot easier. The boss wants it in East Cleveland. A lot of important things happen there. John Rockefeller's executives lived there. GE World Headquarters was there. And it was one of the first black suburbs in Eastern Cleveland. Plus to mention, Pastor Toby and Pastor Rick used to live there. But it touches the border of Cleveland. Let's move it to Cleveland. There will be more room. It will have better lighting and facilities. East Cleveland is not looked on too favorably. If the boss's son is born there, people will make jokes saying, can anything good come out of East Cleveland? The boss said East Cleveland. He likes to work with people in places that are looked down upon. He's not scared to live with everyday people. But! What's your problem? That's the boss's orders at Joker, and that's the way it will be. Thank you, Gloria. You've done a good job. What about housing in East Cleveland? Well, there were plenty of people in East Cleveland, and the houses will be tough. Everyone has been ordered to go back to their home city to register for the census count. Housing will be difficult, but we have reserved a place for Mary and Joseph at the McCall's Hotel. McCall's Hotel? I know that place. You don't want Mary and Joseph to go there. Huh, it doesn't even get one star. We can at least let them stay in Cleveland at the new downtown Marriott. That can go on to East Cleveland a little later. But Angelica, we are trying as hard as we can. For heaven's sake, somebody come to their senses. This is the birth of the king of kings, for goodness sake. We need to make sure he has the VIP room with silk sheets, flowers, fresh fruit, and room service. Girl, did you say room service? Yes, he must have room service. Props, do you really want the boss's son to be born in one of the cheapest hotels in Cuyahoga County? Is that any way to treat a king? It seems in keeping with the boss's idea. He wants his son to be a man of the people. There is a difference between being simple and being downright poor and pitiful. The McCall Hotel isn't the place for nobility. It's okay for someone just passing through, but I think we have got to find better housing for the bosses son. I am a little nervous though. There might be a problem with housing at this late date. So we've arranged for the couple to sleep in the detached garage. If everything fails, that's plan B. A garage for heaven's sake? Why not simply choose a stable? That's just as ridiculous. A garage? Have you all lost your minds? We need a better plan than that. Calm down, Angelica. Calm down? Did you say calm down? I don't want to be the one to tell the boss that you are ready for his son to be born in a garage where some rock rider and pit bull may be sleeping. Girl, please. We did the best that we could. There has to be a way to get them a room. Even if it's in that hotel, I don't like. Maybe we can offer one of the guests a free night in heaven. 
Maybe a two-for-one deal if they'll give up a room for one night. You don't want to put Mary and Joseph in a garage. What if they disturb the animals and make them angry? There's nothing worse than a mad pit bull. We did the best we could. We tried to get another room. We'll take your housing plan, Gloria. You've done well. You stuck close to what the boss wanted. Can't you see the headlines? Savior of the world, bit by a pit bull. This is just plain awful. Just in case we can't get a robe, the child will be born and laid in a manger. Gabriel, yeah, please have mercy on these angels. They have really lost it. You can't have the boy's son laying in a manger. It needs to be in a baby bed. It needs to be in a cramp and a piece. It needs to be soft and warm. It needs to be blue with little stars of bacon all around the sides. For heaven's sake, it's better than to be spending the night in the garage. Calm down, Angelica. OK, OK. I know that Huron Hospital is near the hotel in East Cleveland. They have a great maternity section. Please, I will personally whisk Mary and Joseph over to the hospital in time for the birth in the middle of the night. For the love of God, please let's do this thing right. The manger will be a sign how the boss intends for his son to live his life on earth. He won't even have a place to call home like everybody else. I will not stand for this insult. I do not want to be anywhere close when the boss finds out that you plan to put his son in a homemade box that someone uses to feed animals. This is so incredibly unbelievable. A manger is what it will be. When the child is born, we will have him wrapped in swallowing clothes. Aren't swallowing clothes another way of saying rags? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You mean to tell me that with all of the resources of the universe at our fingertips, the best baby clothes we can think of for the boss's son are rags? We're going to use what's available at the place. Give me a break. It wouldn't take but a snap of the fingers for us to get him the best clothes in the world, handcrafted and kept by angels. We could have them trimmed with angel dust and sprinkle them with starlight. We could. Angelica, stop it. But why use rags? Because that's what the boss wants. This is going to be so messed up. You know what? I don't think it's a good idea to second guess the boss. He has a reason for everything that he does. You must have interpreted what he said. I can't believe he wants his only son to be born in a garage in the back of a cheap motel, wrapped in rags, laying in a feeding box, somehow that doesn't fit the picture of the savior of the world. Maybe not, but that's what the boss wants, and that's the way it will be. Alicia, what about transportation? Well, we consider all the available means for transportation. For Mary and Joseph from Akron to Cleveland, there is a bus, the plane, the limousine, and horse and buggy. Are you serious? Why would you even consider horse and buggy? Don't you know Mary will be nine months pregnant? You want her to consider getting in a horse and buggy ride? Why not simply put her on a donkey and make her walk harder away? How much worse can this get? You're right. She could ride a donkey with Joseph leaving. Donkey? I was kidding. Look, we are angels. We have a lot of latitude. Let's send down a chariot and a driver to get Mary and Joseph to the town of East Cleveland. At least you'll be able to sit. That's a long way to walk. 
I haven't interrogated my draw too much attention, but we thought about that though. Then we can fly them. We can send a band of angels down there and jet them from Akron to East Cleveland in a week. Remember how we took Philip out of the desert all the way back to Samaria? They don't have to walk. The girl is still a teenager. Give her a break. We thought about that too, but it would defeat the purpose. If the boss wants his son to come in here in a simple way, then we have to keep it simple. A man and a pregnant woman being thrown to town by a band of angels is not simple. Period. At all. It looks like they'll have to walk if we want to stick to the boss's plane. There's something wrong with this picture. I have the guest list report. The only people that will be invited to the birthday party will be the people out on the street late at night. That's it. Do you know what kind of people are out on the street late at night in East Cleveland? Nobody's gonna trust them. We're not talking about the outstanding people of the community, you know. A little while later, we'll allow a few wives in the scene. They'll bring us some gifts, gold, frankincense, myrrh. But that'll be later. They'll be late because they have to travel a few hundred miles on camels to get there. You are going to have a birthday party for the King of Kings. And the only ones are being invited are a bunch of people off the streets. I assume you would do the courtesy of inviting the pair. No. He might see him as a political competition. He might try to kill the boy. Well, what about the bishops, the pastors, and the religious leaders? Absolutely not. They will try to destroy him. There has to be some big names on the invitation list. You can't have a successful party unless you have popular people present. We should make a few personal invitations and get their RSVP. Not that they will come to East Cleveland to celebrate the birth of a king and a major, but it's a matter of protocol. Who do you think needs to be there? We need mayors, senators, and state officials. We need ambassadors, court officials, and community leaders. Ralph, your list is too short. We've got to get more people on the list. We need some big names to verify the birth. Listen, only the people hanging out on the streets. Well, what about the mayor of East Cleveland? Maybe we can get him to read a proclamation. If he comes, others will come with him. What about the governor? That will certainly draw a crowd. We've got to do better than the people off the streets. Only the people hanging out on the streets. If this were 2,000 years ago, the boss would have chosen shepherds, and they were no different in their position and their behavior. That's the way the boss wants it. But we're talking drug dealers, the homeless, drug users, prostitutes, and people who should not be out late at night anyway. What a bummer. This way people will understand that he's not coming to compete with the rich, the powerful, the famous. The people on the streets will represent those who accepted God's will without question. No, Angelica, it will only be the people on the streets. Now, Angelica, you can give us a public relations report. Well, you're probably going to like it, but here's my public relations plan. I plan to have the coming of Mary and Joseph announcing the Cleveland Plain Dealers. When they enter the town, I intend to have reporters from Channel 19 there to interview them. The story of their journey from Akron to East Cleveland will be published all over this town and shown on Channel 8. What? Can I please finish? We're going to have a short band to march in front of them. There will be flutes and drums and cymbals and plenty of music to hype the crowd. We'll make plenty of noise. Inside the hotel, we'll have live music and candlelit signs saying, Welcome to East Cleveland, Mary and Joe. In addition, what? You mean there's more? Yes. 
In addition to that, I have arranged with 10,000 angels to announce his calling in heaven. I'll get them to sing hallelujah a thousand times and really rock the sky. Then I plan to have a stairway to come from down from heaven and four heavenly chariots to roll down to earth with angels blowing trumpets and throwing out beads. Girl, what on earth do you need beads for? And get this, the beads will have the letters JC on them and there will be a birthday cake with three candles. One for the Father, one for the Holy Ghost, and in the middle one for His only begotten Son. Is that it? That's it! There will be no announcement in the Cleveland Plain Deal. His coming has already been announced. The prophet Isaiah said, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The announcement is out. So is the Shaw marching band, the flutes, the drums, and the cymbals. Well, what about the banner? No banner. These are simple people. The banner will put him in the limelight all of his life. The media will be trying to follow him around right now and everything he does long before his time. No, there will be no banner. Somehow, I don't think you get the picture. Even though the brother of his son is a prey, the boss wants to make sure that he comes in the world like everyone else, without anything that will indicate that he is the king of kings. He wants to bring a message of love that may not be accepted if he comes in another way. That means to stay away from heaven and the beads are out too. I guess I really missed the whole idea, huh? There is one thing we have to learn before we get our wings. We have to do what the boss wants, not what we want. We are all tied together. And before we can get our wings, we all have to learn that lesson. Am I the only one who has not learned that yet? I guess I'm trying to make the boss's son into what I want instead of what the boss's wants. I'm sorry for being so selfish. I guess I have a long way to go before I get my way. But Angelica, I think you're getting there. Really? You know, it's not all bad. What do you mean? We're not going to have the bees, live music, banners, and news reporters. But I think the idea of the 10,000 angels singing in heaven is pretty good. I think that's one of the best ideas you had. We can do that. Wow! Well, angels, it looks like you have a plan that the boss really likes. It will work. Mary and Joseph will return to East Cleveland. They will spend the night in a garage because there will be no room at McCall's hotel. In the night, Mary will give birth and they will wrap the child in swaddling clothes. The boss likes the part about the angels singing to the people on the streets. You've done well. All of you have earned your wings at last. Well, Angelica, it seems like the boss likes your angel idea. You're okay. Now that you have planned the party for his birth, the boss wants you to get busy planning for the second coming. Some great ideas for his return. We can let him come back on the clouds, crying about the armies of heaven. For a big closing, we'll have this beautiful city with golden streets, gates, made out of pearls and beautiful mansions. You know, I think the boss will like that. You do? What about having a tree right in the middle of the city that bears all manners of fruit that will be good for the healings of the nation? Oh, let's take one thing at a time. Let's get this birthday party done. Then we can talk about the streets of gold. Now go ahead and get your wings. 10,000 angels. What a party. Happy birthday, Jesus.
friends, we celebrate Christmas because of God's awesome love for us. For the word of God tells us in John 3, 16 and 17, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Friends, isn't it wonderful to know that God loves us so much that God wouldn't leave us alone? And that Jesus came all the way to pay the penalty for our sin, to pay the penalty for the wrong that we have done, because Jesus knew we couldn't pay that penalty ourselves. And to be able to receive God's salvation and forgiveness, it's as easy as ABC. A, except for Jesus Christ has done on your behalf that he died, that he rose again, that you might have life. B, believe in your heart that Jesus died and rose again, that he is the Savior of the world, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and that he is your Savior. And C, confess your sins. Confess the wrong that you have done and ask God's forgiveness and invite the Lord Jesus into your heart and praise the Lord that you have become a child of God. Hallelujah, my friend. Today is the day to be prepared. Today is the day to invite Jesus Christ into your heart and to make him Lord. Not only that you might have life everlasting with God, but also that you might experience abundant life in Jesus Christ here on earth. For the word of God tells us that God says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to bring you a hope in a future. God bless you, my friend. Amen.